You Can Handle Anything, episode number 270. Can you imagine being able to handle anything? And by that, I mean actually being able to deal with difficult situations and relationships without losing it or blaming others or yourself. This is Shira Gura, and I believe that choosing to get unstuck from the emotional situations that control you is the most empowering way to live. Unfortunately, while getting stuck is a natural human tendency that happens to all of us, most people don't know how to get unstuck, and that's because they never learned how or they weren't given the proper tools to do so. The truth is, being emotionally equipped is something you actually need to learn if you want to free yourself from the emotions that keep you stuck in place so that you can move forward towards creating the life you actually want to live. And that's what this podcast is all about. Thank you so much for tuning in. And now for today's episode. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for joining me today. So before I get into today's episode, I'd like to share with you two exciting things. One is that a couple of episodes I shared about how I recently attended a retreat. And in that episode, I also encouraged you to consider going on a retreat sometime this coming year. Well, I wanted to let you know that I am finalizing details to offer a retreat in Israel in November, and I am really excited about it. Before Corona started, I was offering my Living Deliberately retreats once or twice a year, and then Corona hit, and I took a pause from leading them. But going on this last retreat really reminded me both of how much I love going on retreats and how much I love leading retreats. And so I started to do my homework to find a location that would be ideal for this retreat. And like I said, I'm finalizing the details right now. So if you are on my newsletter, you will be receiving an email about it soon. And if you're not on my newsletter, you can head over to my website to get on it so that you'll receive that information. And by the way, if you don't live in Israel, I am already brainstorming ideas for a retreat in the United States in 2023. So stay tuned for that. And the next thing I wanted to share with you is that the doors are now open to enroll in my next online workshop, which is going to take place on Tuesday, July 12th at one o'clock in the afternoon, Eastern Standard Time. Last month's online workshop took place on a Sunday, and this time around, there was a request to offer the workshop midweek. So that's what we're going to do this time. The workshop is called How to Feel Better in Any Moment, and it's a great opportunity to engage with me and workshop through any area of your life where you may be feeling stuck, and also to do so in community with other people who are applying the same skills and the same tools to be able to feel better and handle things better in their lives. Like the retreat, I will be sending an email about it soon, so please watch your inbox for that. Okay, so on to this week's episode. By the way, this episode is part of a four-week series that is leading up to the next online workshop on how to feel better in any moment. So last week's episode was about past and future thinking, and this week's episode is about not taking things personally. So one of the reasons that we get stuck when it comes to interacting with other people or when we're in communication with other people is because we take things personally even if what happened really has nothing to do with us. Meaning we might have been in this situation and we might have even triggered that person, but, but the cause of the other person feeling whatever they're feeling, angry or frustrated or disappointed or whatever, really has nothing to do with us. 
It just has to do with how that person is feeling or thinking in the moment. It's actually quite amazing when you stop to think about it, how our brains feel like they need to take responsibility for how other people feel and how our brains truly believe that we have to make everything mean something about us when most of the time, nothing is about us. It's always about the other person. And so when you're in a situation and someone starts flipping out at you and they're blaming you for something that you did, which you may have done, but you didn't necessarily do on purpose, you can handle that situation and you can even feel better in that situation if you don't take it personally. That is, if you really understand that what's going on has nothing to do with you. Now, I know that's not always easy to do in the moment, which is why I rely so much on the unstuck method. It's amazing when I stop to think about how often I still use this tool in my life, even though I created it years ago. Like maybe you would think, okay, so you created this tool, you know how to get unstuck, you don't really need it anymore. But it doesn't work like that because obstacles will always exist. And even new ones that can totally surprise you and come out of nowhere, like the story I'm about to share with you. And so having a dependable place for the mind to land is really, really helpful to be able to get out of the sticky situations that we find ourselves in. Okay, so here's what happened. About a month ago or so, I was at a big family holiday dinner. There were probably like 30 or 40 people there, and the dinner was quite casual. In fact, it was held outside on the yard of one of my in-laws' homes, and the food was kind of like part buffet style and part like just dispersed amongst all the tables. So I was eating with everybody else and, you know, when the meal started to come to a close and I noticed almost everyone finished eating, I started to help clean up, right? I got up, I started to collect some of the dishes and bring the food back into the house. Like, for example, I picked up the dish of green beans and when I brought it inside, I noticed there was like this big tray of green beans where probably it came from because I think most of the food was catered that night. So, you know, I added the green beans back to the green beans. And I did the same thing with the potatoes and all the other side dishes and anything else that was on the tables. Same thing for the beets. When I brought the beets inside, I poured the leftover beets inside of a Tupperware that had something red in it. And I just kept helping until everything was removed from the tables and, you know, they were ready to put out dessert. But when I went back outside, I noticed there was one more side dish left. So I picked it up. It happened to have been another beet salad, meaning it was the same beet salad that I brought in before, but there were two of them out there. So I brought it in, and just as I was about to add it to the Tupperware with the rest of the beets, one of my family members yells, Stop! What are you doing? And I froze, because she told me to stop. And I said, I'm I'm just putting the beets back. And she said, Are you kidding me? That's the strawberry sauce for the cheesecake. She was so glad that she stopped me from putting those beets inside of that Tupperware. The problem was, if you were listening very well, I already did pour the beets into that Tupperware just minutes before with the first dish. So I kind of made this like, uh uh-oh face, and she understood from my face what I was referring to. And so she looked inside of the Tupperware and immediately she started yelling like, no, 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 you didn't do this. Oh my God, what did you do? I worked for hours on this topping. You ruined everything. Now, I don't quite remember what else she said to me because, you know, it's kind of a blur. 
And I could be totally wrong, but my brain, which you can never trust anyway, but my brain remembers her saying something like, you're so stupid. How could you do that? Why don't you think once in a while? Again, I doubt she actually said those words, but my brain had no problem filling in those words in this story. And then I froze for a second, not because she told me, but because I didn't know what to do. The beets were already in the strawberry sauce. I already ruined the dessert. And my in-law was yelling at me in front of the other family members. And it was quite an uncomfortable feeling, I have to admit. And for the record, this was not my mother-in-law. As I mentioned, this was a very big family event, and I'm just using the word in-law as opposed to obviously saying the person's name. But I don't want you to think when I keep saying the word in-law that this happens to be my mother-in-law because it wasn't. Okay, back to the story. Has anything like this ever happened to you before? Where someone blames you for something that you didn't do or maybe that you did do, but you didn't mean to do it on purpose? It's an awful feeling, like you just feel totally helpless. Now, the truth of the matter is, it really only is an awful feeling if you're stuck on taking it personally. But if you are aware that you are stuck in that place, you can actually do something about it, which is what I did. I walked myself through the unstuck method, even though no one there knew that I was actually doing that. But I did, step by step. I stopped for a second, enough to catch my breath. I told myself I was stuck on feeling stupid, and I let myself feel that emotion run through me. It was quite uncomfortable to allow myself to feel stupid, I have to say. I nearly started crying. But then I moved on to the next step, where I uncovered why I was feeling stupid in the first place. And I uncovered that I believed I should have known that that Tupperware wasn't for the beets. But should I have known that? No. How could I have known that? The Tupperware was sitting there on the counter with all of the other dinner food. I also uncovered that I was being mindless. But but was that 100% true? No. In fact, if anything, anyone there could see I was being mindful. I was really helping out, right, in the best way that I could. I also uncovered the thought that I believe I do everything wrong and that I mess everything up. But when I investigated into that thought, I was like, that's not true either. And so instead of taking it personally, I considered doing my best to take out the beets from that strawberry dressing and reminding my in-law that I certainly didn't do this on purpose. And also reminding myself that when my in-law was yelling at me like that, it really didn't have to do with me. I mean, yes, it technically had to do something with me because I made a mistake. But when I say that it didn't have to do with me, I'm talking about how she was being and how she was talking to me and what she was saying. That had nothing to do with me. And if I was able to really, really see that, I knew I could get unstuck. And so I considered not saying anything to her. I just slowly took out the beets one by one. And as my in-law kind of huffed and puffed, I told her that I thought she could still use the dressing, right? Which she did not like that idea at all. But there was nothing else for me to do at that moment. And so I just walked away. The truth is I had to use the bathroom at that point, but I probably would have gone to the bathroom anyway, 
just because I wanted to step out of the situation because there was nothing left for me to do. I considered I didn't do that on purpose. I considered fixing it the best way that I could. And I considered not taking what she was saying and how she was acting personally. I know she worked hard on that dessert and she worked hard on that topping. And I knew she was just taking her frustrations out on me. So I went through the unstuck method that happened in like seconds, because once you really embody this tool and you use it enough times in your life, you really can nip situations like this in the bud. So I went to the bathroom and while I was there, I held myself in kindness for getting stuck on feeling stupid. I just reminded myself that I'm human. And that was it. When I got out of the bathroom, I went straight outside and sat with the rest of the family And I noticed the dessert was being brought out and I saw the cheesecake with the red berry topping on top. And I saw people approaching the table and taking some of the cheesecake and I was like crossing my fingers that everything was going to be okay. And I noticed people seemed to be enjoying that dessert. So a few minutes later, I got up and I got a piece for myself, you know, just to taste it because I was curious. And you know what? It wasn't even noticeable that there was a problem. In fact, my in-law came over to me while I was eating her cake and she told me two things. She thinks the beets actually improved the strawberry sauce because it added some sort of sweet tangy balance to the berries. I'm not really sure what she was talking about, but whatever. And the other thing that she said was she apologized for flipping out on me, which of course I accepted because it really was no big deal, right? I didn't take it personally anyway. So I didn't even stay stuck on it. So this is really, really a great way to be able to feel better in any moment when you're in a situation with somebody else and you're taking something personally, but you don't have to. So can you recall a situation recently in your life where someone got mad at you like this and you did take it personally? Like you made it all about you, even though it really had nothing to do with you. Can you envision yourself not taking it personally? And what would that look like for you? Remember, getting unstuck is simple, but it's not always easy. And that's why coming together and practicing this as a group is so powerful and it's so inspiring and it can be so rewarding. I would love to have the opportunity to practice getting unstuck with you. I hope you choose to come to my next workshop on July 12th, where we are going to workshop all about how to feel better in any moment. These workshops really are awesome opportunities not to be missed, and I really hope to see you at the next one. Okay, my dear friends, thank you so much for choosing to be with me today. Wishing you a wonderful rest of your week. And remember, you can handle anything. If you enjoyed this episode, you will love my group coaching program, Emotionally Equipped for Life. The truth is, this is not just a program. It's a community, a community of people who are living deliberately as they create new habits, reach for their goals, and get stuff done because they know they can handle anything. For more details, visit my website, shiragura.com forward slash enroll. I would love to invite you into my circle.